0: Gina. Life, love, and laughter. A couple of weeks ago, I was in Auchterarder and I stumbled across this fantastic little magazine called Holistic Scotland, and I was really drawn to one particular article about a women's health expert called Dr. Claire Wilkes. I thought I have to contact this female, and she specialises in Eden Energy Medicine. But aside from all that, she's got an incredible story as to how she got there. So, Dr. Claire, welcome! Thanks for coming in and chatting to us.
1: Thank you very much. Thank you. It's a pleasure to be here.
0: Well, I'm excited to talk about this because I'm so interested in anything that is holistic. And I think more and more nowadays we're definitely moving towards that, even in the medical field, I think it would be fair to say. Yes. Yeah, absolutely. I really want to get your story first of all, though, because you worked in the NHS and you still do. And I still do, yes. You
1: worked in the NHS for several years. More than well, 25 years, yes. I've been working in the NHS and I'm, st- I'm, I'm still working there. I haven't received my P45 yet. <laughs> No,
0: there are no plans.
1: You can't give up. I've just found you. I've just stumbled across this. So let's rewind then. You studied at, was it Glasgow University? Glasgow University, yes. And then I did the West of Scotland training rotation in obstetrics and gynaecology. And I'm still an obstetrician and gynaecologist. I work in the NHS Lanarkshire. And why did you want to specialise in that? Very interesting. Um, I think I I soon realised, I I thought initially I wanted to study, to to, um, train in either anaesthetics, or obstetrics and gynecology because I wanted to change the world and I thought I'd be a missionary and do good and everything. But I realized I like I liked things that were practical and I really really like working with women at special times of their life. Um it's such a privilege and one of the things I realized I got quite it's quite quite heavy going when I was um doing my what was called foundations training. I'm too old to have actually been a foundations trainee ever. I was on what was I I was a G I was a junior house officer. And when I was doing my GHO jobs in medical and surgical wards, I realised quite a lot of it's quite depressing. People were on multiple medications, and um, things have changed very much in medicine now. But in medical wards, a lot of there was a lot of elderly waiting for long-term he- healthcare placements, and I found obstetrics and gynaecology much more upbeat, and um, women were able to take responsibility for themselves and for their own health, and it was about sharing decision making with them, and that has continued, and I'd say is increasing in. Um, within our, our, our day-to-day practice now. So it's, it's a real privilege to be within that um, specialty and at uh, such a special time in women's lives.
0: Yeah, definitely. When, mm. I'm just thinking here when you first you know, graduated and you would say to someone,
1: talking about you know, gynecology, what kind of reaction would you get? <laughs> be honest. Oh, well, various reactions, yes. I can, can soon sign, sign myself out when some guy comes up to me and says, I've got this problem, doctor, and I'm like, well, I'm a gynecologist. But, um, <laughs> does the yeah. conversation
0: develop or does it end right uh,
1: there? Yeah. Um, it, it depends. It all depends on the situation. But yes, often, often it finishes there. Okay. Yeah. So um, what, now I've got some lots of questions I could ask
0: on a yeah. personal level about gynaecology, but we'll save that for when the podcast ends, obviously. Um, so at what point then
1: did you kind of want to make a change? Well, actually, it was always there because actually at, at medical school, I realised, although I felt very, very privileged again to be um, studying medicine, I realised that there were some things that we hadn't got quite right. I was um, in my second year at medical school and I was in a gastroenterology ward and I couldn't quite understand, I, I understood the, the um, about Crohn's disease and ulcerative colitis, but I couldn't quite understand by, by cutting large portions out of people's gut that actually was the answer. I mean, it's obviously necessary for some people, but it there seemed, I picked up very early on that there must have been, there was another link and there was a link with stress in our lives and that we could perhaps do something to help ourselves and approached medical care when we really really need it but and how was your your thinking then your approach how was that received amongst your peers it was something that i probably kept to myself but i think i was influenced from many areas i had a friend in first year who actually had wanted to train as a chiropractor but had really good grades and was encouraged into medicine first i didn't know what a chiropractor was and so I think she influenced me, my my family influenced me. My father was a doctor, my mother was a teacher, we were both very academic. But my mother got unwell for um, probably from when I was about 16. And I saw my father really pushing the boundaries. He was very conventional, very well esteemed, but he would do anything to help my mum get well. Of course, and, as um, you would, yeah. And I, although at the time I thought I resisted it and I was determined to go my own path. One, I followed his footsteps within um, his career and... And then I found myself kind of falling into the... Com- I would like to see it more as complementary rather than alternative medicine. Complementary, yeah, I like yeah. that word. It's, it's friendlier, isn't it? Yeah. Uh, can I ask, so your mum, what, what what was wrong with your mum? My mum had um, autoimmune, well, still has an autoimmune condition and um, she had chronic fatigue for probably about 30, 35 years and then has now got herself well. Uh, through a different... I would op- love to say it would be Eden Energy Medicine. Was, yeah. But um <laughs> Yeah, I would love I'd love to see it was that. But I think really just partly time and um through her own through her own um her own work really with it. So, so
0: I can see where this influence has come in from your life. So you're a young teenager yourself, yeah. obviously. You're you know grown up and were hugely influenced by our parents, of course. Yeah. Watching your dad care for your mum. And this would you say he had that
1: kind of holistic approach with your mum? Yes, he did. And I and I think it was a, it was the futility of it all because were no answers available and actually the answers that were available that were given to her um, that were proposed to her were making her worse and I would say that actually was Donna Eden's journey as well she found that she was very uh, she was very unwell from the ages of 16 to 27 she had multiple sclerosis she had a heart attack she had a small uh, malignant breast lump and she was told really to get her things into order and whatever the doctors suggested for her Good food and nutrition, I mean, sensible things that we would say somehow seem to make her worse. And um, I wasn't saying that, that that's, these were the options that were given to my mum. But as far as things have changed a lot, as far as chronic fatigue is concerned. But this, this was way back in the 80s. Yeah, I mean, didn't we used and to call it like the yuppie flu? Yeah, or it, there was uh-huh, all these terms. Yeah, uh, quite derogatory. Yes. But um, so, yes, there was a research interest wanting to do muscle biopsies and and wanting to come into research trials and things but there was nothing really out there to actually help her and I think in the end she helped herself and um, and, and, and got well from it that way she's now suffering from old age but at the age of 90 I think that's not too bad she's 90 yes. and she has
0: all her marbles um, pretty well pretty oh. well Okay, Pussy that's well, fantastic. Yeah. That's another thing yeah. I'm fascinated with only because my own dad has dementia yeah. and when I hear of someone that's in their eighties, nineties and they're fit, they're well, but their mind is still going. that's the conversation for another yeah. time I don't, I don't, let me tell you so I'm intrigued to know then so i'm, I'm kind of I feel like I'm on your journey here, so you're grown up, you're watching your dad care for your mum you're studying medicine. This must have always been kind of at the back of your mind, like I want to help my mum. I think
1: well, no, actually, because I wanted to rebel a bit. And, oh, I wanted to rebel a bit and I was determined to do things my own way <laughs> and um but somehow I think you realize somehow your you know your path has you know has been influenced by them and I, you come back to it and I think oh my goodness well, m- m- maybe they were influential okay <laughs> <laughs> so <laughs> rebel the world needs more renegades but what do you mean um, by rebel um I I think I had two very successful parents, and you know i, I had a you know really good education or lots of opportunities and I think it was kind of presumed that I would do medicine or I would do an, you know another vocational career law and so I thought about yeah and I, and, and, I, and, I, and I was trying to think of lots of other things I could do and um and then it just it just seemed so natural that I wanted to do medicine, but there was always something that wasn't quite right for me oh
0: this is now we're getting into, now
1: we're getting into the mindset here. What do you mean there wasn't something quite right i think i've I also started, well at university I was really into exercise and um, and health and I actually took a two year integrated degree in um, physiology and sports science and I, I eventually realised, I thought, as doctors we are trained um, to pick up pathology and you're trained to talk about risk and things going wrong and I had this inner um, conviction that actually our bodies are pretty good and our bodies are... Perfect as they, I mean we do lots of things to them, but our bodies are very forgiving to us and I then realized I'm actually more interested in physiology of how the the body works normally and honoring that and being in tune with that rather than always seeing things that are wrong that we need to correct
0: a, a conventional approach yes for uh-huh. example so
1: you talk about a biomedical approach and um and it's got obviously many advantages and been, and there've been huge successes. In um, advances with modern medicine, and we wouldn't be, you know, we wouldn't be sitting here today in your studio if that wasn't, you know, that wasn't the case. But so
0: you're, um, you're, you're very driven. I'm sensing that you're, you are, yeah. you're very yeah. driven. Uh, would you say when you, came, or as you're going through your university, you know, years and you studied that, that drive has got stronger?
1: Very much so. Yeah and many of my conventional colleagues don't know that cuz I I am often told that I'm the busiest person that they've met and um, and I think we, I'm, I'm probably the busiest or the second busiest person that I know of but they probably don't know about all the other stuff that I do on the side and that's just uh, that's just um they're just, just seeing just the surface stuff, stuff. Yeah. it's brilliant so what do you mean stuff that you do on the side i well, feel the, we have to clarify the, that <laughs> the the eden energy medicine and that's 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 a whole life in itself and that i think that has kept me within the healthcare and um and, and all the holistic healing that i have done is really you think of your, you you think that you're driven for as an outward focus and for other people and then actually gradually time tells we we're driven for ourselves mm-hmm. and um it's medicine can be you know very very fulfilling but also uh quite hard on your body as far as working hours are concerned and yeah everybody is very is a you know everybody is very driven and they can be quite hard on themselves mm-hmm. and Having the tools to look after yourself, and it really it was very much about you know physician walk our talk, because I'd always been seeing oh but patients are separate from me, and it's like oh I am the patient here, and I to to actually live and practice this I've got to I've got to to do as I I as I say as well so
0: talking about being a busy person we spoke about this before we started this podcast of course that you said you know you do talks and workshops and I, yes. I'm, I'm beginning to actually think how busy are you really never mind <laughs> which we'll talk about the other side of your life um, well not the other side of your life because yeah. it's all it certainly works alongside one another but what was the point you came across this
1: Donna girl I'm interested the Donna girl the Donna The Donna. and um, she's going to be 76 next week I showed you a picture of her so um, and I said yeah. to you I want to go to her surgeon and you said no she said nothing done she's just (laughs) living her life yeah absolutely so how did you come across her very interesting journey i took um i actually took a year off work in 2010 and i was very lucky at that time i had you know i had i had the opportunity right in front of me i had the financial means to to take some time off work and um i couldn't think of anything you know anything different anything different to do and interestingly it was something that was very unspoken at work because I think they thought maybe I was having a nervous breakdown or the thing. Oh, she's taking the, a year out. She's taking some time out and, and oh, do you want why don't you go through occupational health? You could get it paid and everything else. Like this is a this is the healthiest decision I could have made. And at that time I had I had trained in um, homeopathy and I've become a medical homeopath. And that's something that we don't discuss these days because so many people um don't really um don't understand is a completely different different world out there with you know energetic healing and um so I I spent some time at the NHS Centre for Integrative Care and the world just opened up to me and um I had trained with a lady called Caroline Miss in the in the US and um yeah just just meeting people and and Donna turned up there was she turned up in Edinburgh I'd heard about her actually in Arizona in somebody's backyard in Arizona and um, as you do, yeah, as you do. <laughs> and uh, yeah, this friend was saying, "I'm going to show you this daily energy routine." I'm like, "This daily what?" And um, and then is that your conventional side kicking in at that yeah, point? I okay, know, yeah. And then um, I I saw that I was actually at another workshop. I was trained in something called visceral manipulation. I was down there. Hang on, what is that? Yeah, that's another that's another podcast I can tell you about. Okay, okay, <laughs> we'll shelve that one. Pause. Um, yeah, that's wonderful as well. But um, so I was at this workshop, and I just heard that Donna came to Edinburgh, and then the next thing was I signed up for a five-day class in Cardiff. I was already drawn to another form of energy medicine, and um, which is wonderful as well. But then the European training arrived, and um, so far it always been uh, always been um, restricted to the states, and now there's over forty locations in the world, and I was a, one of the first class, the European graduates. So and it was very exciting. I. Um, the first class that I interned um, graduated last night and I was, I was pleased to be there.
0: Oh yeah, you showed me the picture yeah. of that as well. How yeah. lovely. So what was it about Donna? And I'm asking you this question because mm-hmm. you're someone that obviously you've worked with, you've helped with thousands of people along
1: the way. What really was it about her you were drawn to? Just her, actual her presence. She, if people look at her and people see her, she just radiates joy. And, it's, and it, I, what she radiates... It almost people see that they, they know that they've got that in themselves, and they're like, I want a bit of that. How can I get that? Well, that whole projection is yeah. reflection thing. Yeah. Uh, and what so, what really is her story? She has a very interesting story. I mentioned initially that she was um, very unwell from a teenager until um, till 27. But Donna had always she just thought it was normal to see energy, she could see, see energy around um, a person. And her mother could see energy, her brother could see energy and her sister could see energy. So it was perfectly normal to her. But needless to say, she still got sick and she got very sick. And um, she had two young girls who are now grown up, grown up ladies and um, wonderful at that. And but she really was told to get her her life into order. And she started just intuitively working with herself and she got herself well from MS. She got herself well from breast cancer. And yes, again, my medical, my sceptical mine came in as like, well, maybe she didn't really have MS, maybe she didn't really have that. Um, and the more and more I've heard her story, more I've met her, I you know I realise it's absolutely true. And the the thousands of people that she helped, she set up a practice in Ashland and Oregon, and um, so many people got well, and it's a, their testimony. So then, she, so she, which
0: is would you say? Because yeah, you mentioned at the start that she was very sick. Uh, so thanks for re, for recapping on that. Yeah. But I'm interested in her story in the sense that. She did. She find herself. Did she think I actually got a
1: heal? She was. She was always told you got to sort yourself. But yeah, because nothing, nothing was working. Nothing was working conventionally for her, and um, all the treatment. All the doctors had said, you know, we're really sorry. There's nothing more that we can do. And um, I think she just. She first. The first thing that she did. She said she started putting her her, her hands over her knee, and she she helped. But she managed. She she'd been in a wheelchair for several years, and then she was walking. And I, you know, she. She was um, up last night, you know she's 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 fully fully mobile she's completely well, so she pretty
0: much sorted herself out she
1: did, and she sorted a lot of so she ended up setting up a practice, had no training, no nothing, and um saw thousands and thousands of people but they've actually spent she then met her second husband David, who's an energy psychologist, and I think he he railroaded her into saying this is this is amazing what you're doing, but actually working with people in your local clinic and being overbooked and, and running yourself down as well is, you know, is, is not the best way to you need to get this out there. And um so she did some very basic training in Touch for Health. She worked with a lady called Barbara Brennan and realised what she was seeing has been there for from time beginning. And she linked in with, you know, the Meridian system and what 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 she sees is nine different energy systems of the body. So some people have trained in acupuncture, some people are chakra balancers, some people, you know, are biofield um energetics and but what she sees is nine different energy systems, but how they all relate to each other and how they uh, and how they're interconnected, how they're all functioning together. Absolutely, what it's, a story! Uh, Thanks yeah. for
0: explaining that. So let's get into then. I'm really intrigued <laughs> to know. I feel like you've brought this to to the UK, or are you well, responsible to Scotland? To no, Scotland. No,
1: okay. Well, no, we have we have Donna to thank and Madison King, who was one of Donna's first students, and she talks about saying that she signed up for Donna's class. She went out to the states, and Donna said, "Yes, we'll have an advanced class." and um, Donna had, I think, probably never taught an advanced class before. Maddie had never done any energy medicine. The advanced class is now your fourth year of your training. Wow. And um, and so Maddie was one of her very first her first students. And after several years, she decided to bring it to, to Europe. So there are probably now about 150 European graduates. But there are two of us. I, I've done my third year. I've done my clinical practitioner training. And there is another, um, another um, uh, cert- certified practitioner. In, um, in Scotland and she's in Glasgow as well. And how fascinating
0: you're incorporating this into everything else that you obviously do. So how would you actually describe Eden Energy Medicine
1: to, how would you really describe it? i describe it as a, as a complete system of, of self-care and healing. If you're wanting to keep yourself well, it's a, a means of using self-care to check in with yourself on a daily basis and throughout the day to keep yourself balanced and unhealthy. And it takes a little bit of time to get used to that. So you start off with a, a daily energy routine and all you need to do is um type in into the Internet Donna Eden daily energy routine or Eden Energy Medicine um, energy routine. And you start off with that, and that helps balance the nine different energy systems. You don't need to know about them um, initially, but I think with time and you realise and you feel the differences in your in your health and your vitality, people are, you know, automatically want to find out more about it. And so there's nine different energy systems, but there's some principles of energy and that we all know that we need space. Energy needs space to move. It moves in specific patterns. It likes figure of eights. There's a figure of eight in our DNA. Um, from the left side of our brain to the right side of our body, and the right side of our brain to the left side of the body, it crosses over in a figure of eight. And um, it's just bringing, it's just reminding of these body of of what, uh, reminding our body of what's natural to us and what's normal. And um, when we take ourselves out that, you know, our constant twenty four seven fight flight, and actually realize and just take that big deep breath in, um, we know that's all is as it should be it's all flowing we just need exactly that's what it is because Mm -hmm. many people and i think i said that in the article ask oh is this like reiki and um reiki is a wonderful um healing technique and it's about channeling the energy um into from a master reiki practitioner to another person and you're letting the energy just do what it needs to do and it's almost like um eden energy medicine is like you're seeking the, the you're seeking the blocks in the person's Energy, then you might say, "Oh, well, that's a bit like you know, that's a bit like conventional medicine." You're seeing something that's wrong, but you're finding where the sticking points are, and um, especially if there's pain, you know, we know there's a blockage of energy there, mm-hmm. and you're then letting it and you're letting it move, and then so you, you do an energy test initially, you find out where the energy is blocked, you apply a correction, and um, and then you test again how fascinating
0: is so we know Donna's story can you give me some like examples of sort of other people or feedback perhaps you've had from someone that that's practiced this and said guess what you know, i couldn't walk but now well, my mobility it, is better a lot,
1: a lot of people come with autoimmune conditions and um one of the most common ones is fibromyalgia these days and it's you have to come very sensitively with that because people um can be quite debilitated with fibromyalgia and chronic fatigue and um i've had some wonderful stories of people just their energy just being so much better. They're being able to do a little bit more. They're being able to get out of the house, and you've just got to take Everybody's an individual, and um, what works for one person doesn't necessarily work for another. And it's really honouring that person and and their journey, and um, it really about working with partnership. Okay, I obviously yeah. I'm interested in women's health as well, and for as a gynaecologist, I'm aware that. What when people come to me um, within the um, mainstream medicine, they come, they go to their GP first and they they discuss various treatments and they and they come with a a set idea of this is what I want to happen, doctor. But actually, when you've got a blank page with them and really help the understanding of when their hormones are imbalanced, that usually is is a is a problem with the, the fight flight in in our body and it's a bit, how how we can help balance our stress and and move forward. And balance our hormones.
0: Must be great to come to you. (laughs) Get a healing session just as you're listening to what you're saying. What's next for you then? I love the fact you're incorporating all of this. So you're very driven, obviously. What's next? Is it that you just want to spread
1: the word for this type of medicine? Donna's mission is raising the the vibration. I can't can't speak American. I can't do it One person at a time. And, you know, it sounds very cringy, but actually that's what it is. If we raise our consciousness are we are we able to look after ourselves a little bit better, that's really enough for somebody else to say, "What have you got? Something's changed about you? you know what is it that's why do you never get ill why did you and so other people then want it and then then they're then they're interested so it's rather than going out there and um being uh you know a missionary about it saying, "You must train in this other just living it and um other people then begin to be naturally intrigued. So I'm. I'm. Um, so you're on a mission? Would you say for just now? This I is your project, a, yeah, okay? I, well, I feel. I, I said to. You, I said to you actually there was one other person in in um, Scotland and Glasgow, and actually as of last night there are another two. So I feel like it's about go forth and multiply. It's not about me being the person that's here. It's about actually everybody be there, there being an Eden Energy medicine practitioner in every village and every in in every town. And um, at the moment, Scotland is an Pretty well an untapped zone, and um I think the more people that are are there that can spread the word and there's so many people that can't um necessarily afford to do a big one year training, but actually to be able to access it to 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 um learn some simple techniques that they can do in their own home they can do it in, you know in the park. And they can feel better for it.
0: As you said, your daily routine, just making this sort of like part of your daily routine. Wonderful. Uh, Talking
1: of training, actually, you are doing some training? I am, yes. I'm running the foundations training. I I ran it last year in um, a beautiful location called Eastwood House in Dunkeld in Perthshire. And we had a really, really wonderful class. I had eight um, amazing students who finished with me in November last year. And we've already had a reunion. We had a reunion last week, which... A little bit early, but we were absolutely delighted that um, Donna and her daughters came to Edinburgh oh, how lovely. And, we, and we joined them. So that was a real celebration. And um, they are, I think, all or most of them are going to go on to, to year two. But this year I'm running it in Newbold, which is in Forests in the northeast of Scotland, right, in, right next to Thintorn, in um, the community and with a wonderful, wonderful beach and coastline there. So I'm the training starts in April and it runs over four um ex, they call them extended weekends so four four days, and um, at the end of that year you have well throughout the year you have assignments and and um and a demo I wouldn't like to word te- use the word test with me but I was it is a test or a de- demo um play with me and um after that you can then go out and use it for family and friends use it for yourself and if you're a healthcare practitioner you can integrate it into your practice
0: how wonderful spread that energy mm. so if someone
1: wants to find out about that your website yes i have a website it's called nurtureyourenergy.co.uk i have a facebook page which is nurture your energy and also you can look at if anybody's interested in eden energy medicine foundations and can't do it in scotland there's an edenenergymedicinefoundations.com well edenenergymedicine.com i think slash foundations home Wonderful!
0: Um, and next time you're hanging out with Donna, the, the Donna, then you that must, must Friday. I'm you, going. I'm, oh, going I'm...
1: To, yeah, I'm going to be her um, lead TA in Switzerland. So they've got a weekend and. They're on a European tour just now, so I've been very lucky to to um, connect with them.
0: Amazing! Well, you must ask Donna if she wants to come in for the next podcast. Well, I will do. Yes. <laughs> I do. Yes. I will do. But thank I you. genuinely love your story. I, I thank you for sharing your journey as well. Thank
1: you for inviting me.
0: And look forward to how things are certainly going to progress with you as well. So thanks so much for coming in, Doctor Claire.
1: Thanks very much. Gina. Gina, life, love,
0: and laughter. Like and share us, and come back for the next episode next week.